Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of TYG and Friends. This is That Yoruba Guy. If you join us for the first time, thank you very much for joining. If you like the show, kindly like, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications on new uploaded episodes. Thank you for listening. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. How's it going, man? Good. Oh, actually, your voice is not as loud, which is perfect. <laughs> I usually scream it all the time on the phone. <laughs> no, no, you know, you know, when I talk to you, I have to be on speakerphone. I don't even, I don't even dare put on my ears. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, man. How's it going? You're good, man. Just uh, just finished my, my my family duties for the evening. Awesome, that's good. Yeah, that's why yeah. I think this is the best time to actually have this chat because um, we have a few things family related to discuss on this okay. uh, for this episode. Nice. nice. So um, let me. So, like, first of all, I actually want us to talk about. Um, so earlier today, we had a chat about. So we're talking about investments, and one of the things that we talked about was house. So before we actually get on the discussion of misconceptions, I think we need to address one that we've had this conversation like a lot of times, which mm-hmm. is like buying a house, coming mm-hmm. to Canada and buying a house. Mm-hmm. So far, what what has been your take? Like if you were to advise someone who was coming to Canada for like like immigrants like us like yeah. how do you so what would you give as an advice yeah yeah no no and, and um you know just just off the top without you know probably thinking through it but if i look at my experiences right and i look at canada um you know canada is not necessarily a place where you in my opinion you know grow a bunch of houses that are going to triple or quadruple in value down the road so that you can cash out Right now, if you're if you're buying properties to say, okay, well, um, it's in a market where the rental price is solid. I'm gonna do it for a certain number of years. I'll pull out like how Fort McMurray used to be. Maybe it's not bad. Maybe you can realize some um, some equity value built through somebody else paying it. Um, but in terms of home ownership for yourself, it depends on where you sit. If you're the type that has, okay, you have a stable job. You know, you have your kids in a certain school. Um, you want that stability of, okay, this is where we're going to be. Nobody's going to kick us out or anything like that. And buying a house is not bad. You know, buying a house is not bad um, because it provides that stability. That's our home. But I think sometimes you need to evaluate it in the market here. If you're in a place like Toronto, the rental price versus like owning a house, the disparity is huge. Like it's so much cheaper to rent than to own a house that it's something you can do within comfort. I wouldn't advise anybody like straining to put together this 5%. And then just to be suffering for you know for God knows how long just for a market that may or may not collapse. So that that's so I think there's just a lot that goes into it. Depends on individuals' level of comfort. Depends on how much they can put down. Depends on stability of the jobs they have. And they, they, for me, um, if I draw it back to myself, I've had the opportunity to buy one, two, three, four, four houses so far, and um, it, they wouldn't have been bad. But the issue is, I move a lot. And I, I've realized that each time I go somewhere, I say I'm not going to move, but then we move. So 
I think as we're making our next move, we've decided, well, let's rent for a while. Let's be sure that we're going to stay there for a while. Um, opportunity to build some more capital. And then, you know, then we're buying a house, we're putting down good down payments. Um, and also with Canada, the interest rate is quite low. So I can see why somebody will be tempted to borrow, uh, to buy. But yeah, I don't know. I've said a lot of different things. But uh, yeah, that's my, that's my thought on it. But for now, we're going to explore the renting. I've always owned, except when I was in Toronto, I've always owned. So we're going to explore the renting and, and just see, you know, see how that looks for like a year or two before we, uh, you know, decide that, okay, well, we're going to be in this city for a while. So let's buy. Did I lose you? Hello? Yeah, did I lose you? Okay. All right. Yeah, I think you lost me there for a moment. But we're back. Um, I think the reason why I asked asked that question is because we've seen some uncertainties. Like where, um, I think in 2016, we saw oil prices dip to about $26. And that like caused a lot of layoffs with um, energy companies and now we're going through one with a global health crisis with um, COVID-19 and I mean not that obviously owning a house is always a good thing but I think it's just it's just one of those things that make you wonder like given all these uncertainties like which like even even as an investment I was speaking to somebody that we know we, we know this person mutually and she was talking about how she owns a couple of houses and all those houses have lost that's, value. That's the challenge. Um, that's the challenge. Yeah. That's the challenge. Yes. About dollars each of each on each yeah. house. And I'm like, wow. Well, like, you know, I, I don't know how much got cut off from what I said initially. That's, that's the challenge with Canada as a place. I think there are very few places left in Canada that you can buy and it's going to keep growing steadily. Um, where mm-hmm. we were, bef- where we are now, like you know, we're about to move. Where we are now is a good market in that sense. Like, price is not going to appreciate ridiculously, uh, but it's not going to drop mm-hmm. either. So those are kind of nice, stable markets. Like, well, I'm going to be here for the next 20 years, so I'm going to ride. I'm going to yeah. ride the wave. And because the thing with, um, you know, you mentioned about layoffs and stuff like that, right? You, you still got to live somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're paying rent, you still got to pay the rent. Now the the, the, the difference with the renting versus house is that you can opt to downsize with little, you know, without much adjustments. You know, you just have to ride out the rest mm-hmm. of the lease. You can decide to downsize. You can decide we're going to up and leave to another city. We don't have to worry about posting the house, realtor fees, all that stuff. So it makes you more, it makes mm-hmm. you more nimble. That's why I say it depends on the stage you guys are in. As a, as a family, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, I have a job where in two years I'm moving somewhere else. In five years, I'm maybe don't buy. Not in Canada, maybe don't buy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there has to be that sense of stability sense where sense. you're like, okay, I'm going to yeah, be exactly. here. Yeah. But then the other markets, like where we are now, right? Um, we saw this house that we bought. The house was the house mm-hmm. was also in the market for rent. And the, the mm-hmm. rent price was so much more than what I would be paying per month in everything, including utilities. <laughs> and I was like, are you I was serious? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if I can put down a reasonable down payment. Oh, the one that you're to where you're no, moving. No, no, where to, I'm at right? now, where I'm living now. Oh, because, where you're at. Because okay, I was right. contemplating renting, right? Because I was like, well, let's get there and test out the market to make sure we're going to stay. We're going to mm-hmm. stay. But when I saw the price of renting versus buying, I was like, well, buying is so much cheaper. Like, I'm not going to just buy. Like, what's my downside risk? The housing market is pretty stable here. Worst case, I, I break even. 
and you know mm. so i went for it and even if i look at it today I, I'm, I'm still gonna break even or maybe i'm still gonna take something out of it like i'm just gonna realize yeah right? but in toronto when i was in toronto i was like no way i'm not even looking at like i'm renting because to me it was way too volatile like yes it was going up and then yeah. it started like settling they started dropping like i didn't want to deal with i didn't want to yeah. deal with all that so i was like you know i'm just gonna rent when yeah. i move to a suburb then i'll uh you know then i will look to buy but you're right with with all yeah. the issues going on now especially the like, like mm-hmm. if you're in position to buy like it's two schools of thoughts some people are going to say well if mm-hmm. you have cash houses are cheaper than they usually are so you, you buy you buy the mm-hmm. house and you sit on it it will drop a bit but it will go back up but if you're if you're mm-hmm. just about to come here you're not sure if you're going to be here for a while you're not sure the status of your job you know between yourself and your spouse maybe you're not hedged what I mean by hedged like your careers are not hedged like you're both in oil like it's the, you've yeah. not yeah like figured out exactly well, what you're no, doing and, and what I mean is like you're not you're like for example, like if you and your wife are both in oil and gas, you know, so, mm-hmm. so you guys both feel the, the ups and downs at the same time versus, you know, if somebody's, mm-hmm. if somebody's in a different industry, someone's different industry, you're hedged against each other. So you can, you know, you can, you can kind of maybe take more risks in that sense. So, yeah. I get, yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's move into like the main reason why we're having this podcast, which is um, some marital misconceptions that we've heard um i won't say we are young couples i mean you and your wife we're young. are we're, older we're, than we're young we're young couples <laughs> <laughs> we just we just been together um, but like you've been yeah you guys have been married for like what seven years now so um yeah this year will be hold on is it yeah this year will be seven years but you know like like you know mm. we've, uh, we've been together for a while right so yeah, um, we've been together for by a while. Um, I mean, like over. A year, well, it's going to be sixteen years this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! So we started in two thousand and four. Towards the end of two thousand and four, and then mm. uh, and then you know we were both in school, obviously, and and her, her mm. schooling took much longer. So you know we waited for all that to be done before we decided. So so we yeah. married like nine years into our relationship. Oh wow! Yeah, but we had an understanding very early. Yeah, that's that's a real good time to like learn each other. So, there's one question, one of the few, one of the many questions I'm going to be asking is, um, have you ever heard of the saying that goes, um, "Do not go to bed angry"? Yes. And how? What has been your take about that? So, like, yeah. I, I I saw some, I saw some. Sorry, I saw some, um, some professional take on it and trying to like assess it based on a large population like based on surveys and things like that but i just want to get your own personal ex- based on your personal experience no, and um you know i've heard the expression um even yeah. right on our marriage day the uh, the chairman you know the same same uh, quote he gave us and everyone says that and i think it's i think it's a good thing to abide by um, you know, yeah. you know it, it, there will be moments where you may not, you may not do that. Like you're both upset and you could be, but what I've realized, it's a practical way to run your home better where the day mm. ends with the issues of that day and you conclude it and, and, and you mm. don't have to carry over to the next day because, because it will grow. But what I found personally mm-hmm. is that if I'm upset going to bed, I actually cannot mm. sleep. Not that I'm trying mm. to like, you know, my mind is running. I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to sleep, sleep. So, so I rather just settle things down. And, and like, even if you sleep, do you, do you sleep better? Like, do you well, have if, a good sleep even if well, you sleep? Well, if, 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 if like, it has, it's been, 
I'll say I can count the number of times in my hand where we 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 haven't resolved mm. it. And sometimes sometimes mm. before going to sleep because one party may not realize the other party is upset. Right? Mm. But but if you're both upset, like mostly you'll you know, if you have a good relationship, you like you resolve it and go to sleep because both of you will be very uncomfortable. Mm. You're both on the same bed. You're both you're gonna be uncomfortable, you resolve. Yeah. <laughs> but for me personally, like I will not be able to sleep. My mind will be my mind mm. will be running. I don't know why, but my mind will be running. Yeah. And and um, yeah. So the longer I let it stew, as you know, you've known me for a while. Like my mouth can my mouth can be yeah. sharp. So the longer I let it stew, mm-hmm. yeah, you have yeah, yeah. The longer I let it stew, like whatever I'm going to say <laughs> is going to be really harsh. So yeah, so yes. it'll be worse. Like if you, if yes, you dwell yes. on it for too long. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't it the reverse? It's ironic, but if if I'm if something's upset and we haven't resolved it, where we haven't brought it to yeah. the table and understood understood mm. why the other person oh, is there, and yeah. it's growing, yeah. it's growing in my yeah. mind. However. Oh my god! It However, gets there worse, are moments yeah. where you realize it's not, especially when it's like one party upset, where you realize no, this is this isn't something mm-hmm. else to be upset at, right? And so mm. the, the question you asked me was more about going to bed. Like if it's the middle of the day, it's, it's a yeah, different. you can kind of you know you can be yeah. able with how you respond. But yeah, 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 I agree with you. I think I think like that sleep part is very very true. Um, at the beginning of my marriage, like I know. Um, like I there were some times when I would just be like oh this is like how do I how do I address this thing right away and the thing is at the same there's another thing that I as a man um I don't know if you're I don't know if you think about this I suspect you do as well where you're like you don't want to make it a habit of not addressing it right where you don't want it to now become a normal thing in the marriage do you understand what I mean like you don't want to make it a oh it's it's a usual it's normal we'll get over it like you want to like nip it in the butt right there like whatever that issue is try and address it or you know if the person is really still angry like you said if it's a one party thing like where the person is really still angry maybe let the person like calm down a bit before yeah. you yeah well jump. I, I, you've touched on yeah. you know so touched on something key like communication is huge um, in marriage, that communication yeah. is not just like verbal. Verbal is huge, obviously. You need to be able to say what you're thinking. Yeah. But like, as your marriage like, yeah. goes, like you also have to understand the other cues of communication that reflect how the person is mm-hmm. feeling at that moment. So, um, I, I think mm-hmm. that develops with years because you know it just develops as time goes, and you can read. Okay, this is, yeah. this is what I've said here. This person has felt a certain way, or what I've done here, a person felt a certain way, and just be nimble around that. And you, you find that you know if you have a healthy marriage, like the amount of disputes should reduce over time. Like, you shouldn't be constantly fighting about something. Right? It exactly, yeah. Over time, right? And, uh, I 100% agree with that, yeah. And it's, it has to be a conscious absolutely. effort, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah you, you can't just expect absolutely. those things to happen. Like, it has, to be, it has to be you actually trying to make that effort to make those things happen. That's the only way. Like, I've actually, I can say this, even for my wife, actually. <laughs> I don't know. She, she'll call me a strong head, but like, she knows, like, I think over time, we've learned to like resolve things yeah. even faster yeah like just because like if, if you don't if you don't see it as, like that that's the it becomes like a yeah. skill that you can even apply yeah. anywhere else yeah. right well and you're two different people right like you know two people living together will not have conflicts at points like mm-hmm. even if you're living with yourself I, like I, like you're gonna yeah you're gonna, you, you yeah, you're gonna have conflicts 
you know, but he's just handling it um, um, respect respectfully, like on both sides. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, so that brings me. Yeah. Next question is conflict a sign of a battery? Not necessarily. You know, there's something um, I said, like, if you, you can't be on a circle where you're fighting about the same thing constantly, then, mm. then you're not making pro- you're not making progress. You're mm. just fighting. Uh, and and um, you, know, you have to figure out something there. But I think, I think um, just like even in a working place, like sometimes conflict draw you closer together because during that conflict, you should you should hopefully realize something new about the other person where, okay, well, I didn't realize the person exactly. felt so strongly about this or the person upset. And then sometimes, and sometimes no, like, I, the conflict may not really reflect how the person feels. It's oh. just a moment in time. Like they've come back from work, work has been rough or, you know, they just, mm. you know, whatever the case be, there might be a circumstance around that. And then next time you know how to manage that. Right. And, and um, yeah, I think, I think I, as long as you guys resolve it, like, you know, you resolve yeah. it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and there are many ways. Like, I think one of the things, oh, I think I have a question about this about um, couples therapy means your relationship is in trouble. So, that was the next question I was going to ask you because I feel like there's a, yeah, in our culture, Nigeria, there isn't that going to seek help. It's not a trend um, of going to seek help. Uh, I think people usually go to pastors, which is cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that one. But I feel like going to a professional whose job it is to actually counsel marriages, counsel people in marriages who are going through difficult times, is also important. And we should like, if there's any way we can actually erase that stigma. Yeah. No. No. I. I um. I don't disagree. Like. I. I think. For me personally, I think there are stages, right? There, there's conflict as mm-hmm. much as you can between both of you resolve it because growth will come out of that. Where, if, you know, where mm-hmm. you, then where you can't, then you now decide okay whether there's a trusted third third party that you guys want to bring in, like you know that can that yeah. mutually you guys can respect and talk to. And I don't I don't see anything mm-hmm. like I think it's good to seek therapy if you're at that point. Um, but however, my mm-hmm. my thought and I haven't researched this. I'm curious to know how many marriages got better because of therapy i'm sure there are many i'm sure yeah. there are many. I, I just don't know you're I, you're you're, top, you're like it's like you get to my next question <laughs> before i even get there like because no you're gonna like this next one this common expression of only 50 percent of marriages survive so like you saying that you like you're wondering how how many marriages survive the yeah. marriage counseling like it's it, like it makes me wonder like you know like what do what is your take like because i think as 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 my people like for me it was sort of like a mm-hmm. scare i don't know what the intent was for people who say like 50 percent of marriages don't make it okay um but i don't see that i don't know it's not in my in the it's not my experience yeah. do you understand what i mean like every i would say my experience has been less than 10 percent mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What less? Yes, what, you, what I feel like. Than, you mean less than ten percent? Um, don't make it, or you know? Okay, okay, good. I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, no, less than ten percent. Because um, because first of all, you're probably in the space where many people haven't married for long. That I'm not sure, but and also like in our parents' time culturally, whether they like the marriage or not, they stayed in it. 
Um, but if you pull those statistics mm. and say, okay, I'm coming to Canada and I look at the where I work, yeah, 50% is an easy number. It's probably even more than that. If I look at where I work, the number of people that are divorced oh, wow. just in my workspace, mm. you know, like um, I can see that. You see, so my thing with marriage counseling, I think it's great, but I, I love to research it. So I'm just speaking blindly here. I, I, I suspect what happens is that in any relationship, you know, if I, I can take your relationship with your spouse and sit in the room and ask you guys to mm. unearth everything, right? And, and yeah. you know, I feel like hurtful things will come out that maybe don't need to come out. Not, not that you should hide anything, but it doesn't mm. add, it doesn't add any value to the yeah. relationship. It's just how you felt and it's an immature, exactly. maybe it's immature and you need yeah. to pass. And the other party may not be able to get past it. That's my thing with therapy that I'm not sure about. Like I said, I'm speaking blindly. Mm. Um, where, you know, if you can resolve yeah. some things internally and develop a deeper relationship with yourselves and, and sl- slowly figure out mm. how you get to where you want to get to and your marriage should get better year by year. And, Mm. but you know but like i said if you're in the mm. circle and you need third party then you know you bring it in but i i do think that percentage will continue to rise like no, number of divorces i think again, yeah like i don't think it's going the other way you know, at all so yeah if i include if i include work as well i can i can see it yeah now that you mentioned it, i can see it yeah there are lots of people there are lots of people that you see that because of their work um because of how what they have to do at work and how long they have to stay at work some people work um uh shift work of 21 days on work and seven days at home so they don't get enough time with their families and then you realize those families are not surviving it some people it's just the way they <laughs> spend money which so fine you know finance plays a big role in that so like that's yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that 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 kind of proves that uh, yeah. 50% theory um okay so another question i wanted to ask is okay so this one this one is for those who this one is for <laughs> like the dating stage uh being a good guy wouldn't get too late yeah probably yeah i don't know maybe has that changed <laughs> 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 like this one this particular one i was actually here um, so this, this is my thought right if you're depends on who you're trying to be the reason why is i think good guys necessarily don't get laid and when you say good guys like you know maybe churchgoers and mm-hmm. respectful and all that the reason yeah. why is because mostly it's not the objective to to get laid with as many girls as yeah. possible they're trying to find somebody they can like they can, uh, grew up with and, and be long term and all that stuff and so their the approach is usually more yeah. respectful and all that, which is great but I, I don't know like I said I don't know if that data has changed but you know girls of a certain age or you know people of a certain age want maybe someone more direct someone that is more cool or whatever the case may be and typically those are the guys that are trying on a hunt as well and so they will also so the mm. data will suggest that they also have more girls in the end so uh, that, that's just my, hmm. my thought um you know I, yeah no you have a point actually i agree with you on that one that because their intent because they're the good guys so their intent yeah, naturally not is not late. to get exactly. at that, dump the person that's what the other guy confident does confident in themselves or whatever yeah. whatever the case may be and you know mm-hmm. is different so so yeah, yeah. So just if you calculate it yes they, they won't you know they, they won't but mm-hmm. you know the ones that i mean to encourage them i mean let me say us to encourage uh, to encourage them like um you know if keep your head keep your head down and you know, find a good woman 
right. Let's jump on the other one. I like that answer. All yeah. right. Let's jump on the other one. Money makes love sweeter. It's, it's interesting, right? It um. Okay, no. Let me let you. I guess you have something you're about to ask. Let me. I I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um. Mm. No, we're fortunate, um, you know, in our home to have to have good income, and um, and I, I don't mm. know in terms of like our marriage itself. Like, I don't know if it makes a difference in that way. Uh, like, yeah, the advantage is okay. Yeah, you want to buy something, you just buy it. Um, you, you know, but but mm. I I think I don't think I think if it was different, you just change your life accordingly. Like, I I don't know if it would have changed anything. Other than the fact that okay, maybe you have to be more creative. I, I, you know, you can't just wake up and take a trip somewhere. You have to be more creative on how you express your gifts and all that. But um, I, I think the other way around is where, when money becomes like a priority, it can actually hurt the marriage. That's the that's the way I look at it. It's where I mean, mm. we talked about people who do the ship jobs, where you know that's what they have to do. Like that's the nature of what they have to do. But you know if. So yeah, when you're over your marriage. And all that, like I've been thinking about it lately a lot because, as you know, you've known me for a while. Like, I'm always trying to like chase, chase the next, the next thing, right? Yeah. And, and uh, at some point, I'm now yeah. wondering, like, is it really worth it? Like, you know, isn't it better to just find like stability and, you know, and whatever, whatever I'm at at that level, just kind of find a way to live with it. I, I'm just contemplating what best. You know. Yeah, you know, I was actually. It's funny you should mention that because I was surprised the day you talked about like workouts and like focusing on that yeah. also, huh, that's interesting that you mentioned that because like i wouldn't have guessed that would be like something you i know like of course working out is good and all that but like i didn't think that was something you were you would have you would have wanted to like take so seriously like because the thing is it's also yeah. tied to family time yeah. so it's also a good thing so i mean that, that's a good way to think about it um, but, but also, yeah, not, I, not I, 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 because I mean, kids, kids don't absolutely. I think yeah, that's why the is sweeter, right? Like, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, like everything. It's, it's finding that that spot, right, where oh, yeah. it does it doesn't become the priority of the home. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, you do need you do need some money. Mm. Like, you know, if you have kids, they don't they don't feel on love. Like you know, they they need they need food. Like you know, like <laughs> your spouse, husband, or wife need, need stuff. Like. You want to be able yeah. to provide the basics and, and do what it takes. So, so if if the it doesn't, really you have to work extra, yeah. work extra. Because if you sit at home, if you sit at home and you don't do mm. the shift, you know, it can mm. also cause divorce. So it's kind of mm. you just need to understand yourselves. And, true, and, true. You know, I, you know, I, you know yeah, there was exactly. a period where I used to do a lot of extra shifts back, way, way back. You know, those times I'm talking about. And um, you know, I was mm. newly married. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, well before, but then when I was newly married, I was still doing that because. There's a lot. There's a lot of good money doing those like weekends mm. and all that stuff. Right? But I realized that okay, well, I yeah. had a pregnant wife at home who wanted me to be at home, and I was like, okay, how do I balance it, right? So you know, we had to come up with a nice agreement. I was like, okay, well, if I'm at home, there's X amount of dollars that I don't have. So do we? What do we want to do? I, I'm okay mm. with forfeiting that, or you let me go and a percentage of everything I make I give to you. And it was a nice balance, and and um, she was happy. Mm. I was happy. And, but that was then. I, I miss those times actually. Mm. Like, there's no no spare cash anymore. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I get to, I get to, I can actually tell you you actually miss those days. But like I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm actually kind of think I've been thinking about yeah. I don't, jobs I don't, like I don't, that. Yeah, we're still much younger then, so you kind of mm. you kind of just get yeah exactly yeah. Um, okay, so the last one, the very last one is 
if you're truly in love passion will never fade um so so you know i i'm still i don't know how many years i still have a, a long time to go but i i think i think in anything mm. like you, you have to put in the required effort like you can't buy a light bulb and it's going to run forever you can buy a great light bulb that will last longer than mm. a light bulb that's not as good but at some point you're going to have to yeah well I have to like some like, at some point yeah. you have to you have to tune up or make changes to it. <laughs> and it doesn't mean like when i mean the bulb i mean the bulb is your wife i just mean it's how it's lighting where you guys are at yeah so your your marriage is the, the marriage the bulb yeah. is. and so if you don't if you don't make some mm. changes or things to spice it up or refresh it or you know like you know and you have to find out what works for you as a couple like if it's taking trips sometimes without the kids like you mm. have to keep the passion going like if it's working out whatever whatever it is that will keep you guys uh, flowing like you you have to keep it like it's not naturally just gonna just stay there if you don't do anything like you know you can't take it for you can't take mm. your spouse for granted mm. um that's that's a quick crash to, yeah to absolutely yeah that's i absolutely agree with you on that one. i think that was i think that was excellent um so yeah that's all the questions i have for today um i'm going to do the part two of this with a lady because i want to also have yeah, a very, woman's very perspective yeah. to this because i feel like yeah i feel like if you ask like everything else i'm, I'm pretty sure like people would agree with everything you're saying. I don't think you said anything that was so controversial. But I feel like getting a woman's take, and there are so specific questions I want to ask a woman on this, on, on marriage misconceptions. It's like, well, you know, um, in marriage, like how they, how they view marriage, things that they've heard that have given them sort of like a... Uh, oh, this is what you should do when you get when you get into marriage or something. Like, I want to know what um, misconceptions they've heard as yeah. well and try and explore that. There on, is something else I, I want to say because I know yeah. um, I know you have um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, in Nigeria and in Canada and wherever. And, yeah. and although it shouldn't be different, but it, it yeah. is right. So, so you know, the couples in Nigeria mm-hmm. running things like how Nigerians are. I know it has improved. You know where your wife does all kinds of stuff. Mm. And the guy kind of just goes in and out of the house, right? But you know, then you move to Canada mm. or the UK, wherever you move, it's different. You know, pe- people have to realize that you, you know, I, both of you have to like share responsibilities to run a home, and otherwise, like you know, in this t- in this time and age where everybody has access to information and social media, and everybody can see how their lives are supposed to be. You know, you, you don't wake up and just say, "Oh, my spouse is going to clean the house, mm. cook, take care of the kids." And still go to work and mm. come back. You, you know, you can't, you can't do that. Like you guys have to be, a, you know, it's a partnership. You run it. Um, both of you decided to have the kids or run the house, Absolutely. and so you take responsibility and you do, you do what you need to do, and uh, then you enjoy, then you enjoy mm. the marriage. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was, you know, it's funny. You should, it's good that you. I said, I don't know why I like saying it's funny. You should mention that. <laughs> it's good that you mentioned. It's changed the I talk. It's good that you mentioned that. So. Like, do you think do you think the older generation gave us enough of that example, or do you think it was just a cultural thing that that's um, you know, in marriage was the designed or just designed this? Was it a cultural thing where the woman did certain things, or let's say some of the kids did the chores, but the man was more go make money? Do you understand what I mean? Like it no, wasn't. I got you. I got you. And, it, yeah. and it's. I, I think um, for a lot of homes, that's probably what a lot of, uh, especially 
you know coming from Nigeria, I think a lot of people that's what they saw. Like I was mm. fortunate. I was fortunate. My home was a bit different in the sense that my mm. mom and dad were career pe- people. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we're always surrounded by all these aunties and uncles in the mm. house. But but they're career people, and and you know. But I think coming, I've been here most of my life, and um, yeah. picking picking what I did to pick from here, but also picking what I did to pick from my parents. Like you know, from yeah. I li- I like the way my dad treated my mom. Always mm-hmm. respect. Never saw never saw him yelling or arguing or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I, mm. so I picked that attribute, right? Mm. Um, my mom was a working person, so she did cook and all that, but she wasn't like sitting mm. at home waiting all day for mm. something to happen. So I didn't, I didn't pick that as something that, um, you know, a woman should do. However, mm. you know, I always told my wife, if she decides that's what she wants to do, I'm also not going to say you must work. Like, mm-hmm. so, so I've just leave, I've left that choice. You know, you've worked hard to get, you know, your your uh, credentials do what it is you want to do with it i'll do what mm-hmm. i you know i'll make sure i try to support as well so um, but but you're right I, I don't know if the older generation gave us a good blueprint but we have mm-hmm. to we have to evolve like yeah life life's about evolution like their parents mm-hmm. were, was different mm-hmm. um, so so we continue to evolve show our kids uh show our kids uh, you know how things should be and uh, exactly and hopefully they're better than us so absolutely i fully agree with you thank you so much Shakin, for joining me on today's episode no worries, bud. Take care. All right, man. Yes, yes, yes. I loved and enjoyed that chat with my buddy Aking. I hope you guys did as well. Um, you know, we're we're you know we're young uh, couples, and these are the kind of conversations that I hope we keep on having. You know, I want to bring on more of my friends who are married, who are single. I don't care. I want to be able to have chats like this with them, and um, you know, like break down. You know whatever misconceptions have been floating around you know you never know like every single day i learn new things that make me go hmm i wish someone had told me that a while ago so um yeah you know um to any of my friends who are listening and want to have those those chats with me hit me up let's have those conversations so one of the things i just want to leave with, uh, with you guys is to keep staying safe encourage you guys to stay active as well and um if you can reach out to someone and just in in form of kindness really is either by calling them to check up on them ask them how are they coping with this um with the lockdown how are they able to how are they doing in terms of um staying active it can be all you know the elderly it could be you know like your younger siblings or just anyone your friends check up on them and ask them how things are going um you can also try your best to like there's some people who are um unable to stay at home because there's no food at home and because they can't really go outside um unfortunately with the health crisis that we're struggling with right now with COVID-19 they're not able to go outside and make as much money or able to feed their families if you know anyone like that on your street in your neighborhood reach out to them and help them 
even if it's by giving them a cup of gari, a cup of rice, whatever it is that you can help, you know, do to help to help uh, people around you. So I want to leave you guys with a quote. I always want to end every one of my episodes with a beautiful quote. So one of them is by Mark Twain. He says, kindness is the language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. So yeah, I'm going to leave you guys with that. That was just too dope. <laughs> All right, guys, take care and have a wonderful week. I hope uh, to leave you guys with more interesting uh, episodes like this. Take care. Bye. Bye.